20 sliders that's the entrance to a wormhole that runs between worlds when you step inside you slide through to another universe completely distinct and separate from your own. Can you choose your destination? Afraid not, or at least not yet. Think of a roulette wheel with an infinite number of slots, each slot representing a different planet Earth. Each time you slide, you're spinning the wheel, never knowing where the ball will come up. Blimey. Nearly spilt it. <laughs> cheers. Well, cheers. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Two Geeks, Two Beers and a Laptop with me, Morgan and Tom. Hello. <laughs> uh, well, uh, in this episode, we are, as we advertised at the end of the previous episode, we are going to be talking all about sliders. We teased you enough. We brought it up on many occasions, <laughs> on many episodes. Sli- finally. Finally, we're on to yeah. Sliders, the, uh, the 90s science yeah. fiction series. And because we're doing sliders, yeah. we're drinking... Ciders. Ciders. We're, uh, we haven't we're, had a cider before. We haven't. Well, cider's not technically beer, is no, it? So we're, it, uh, it'll count. It'll... We're breaking away from the, the format of the show, but because we thought ciders works it with ciders. Yeah. It works. So we've got so, old, is it moot or mout? I think old mout cider. Yeah. But I'm drinking passion fruit and apple. I've got kiwi and lime. Mmm, lovely. Hipster, yeah. hipster cider. Cheers. See, mm. it's very dangerous because you can have five of them and not realise you're drinking alcohol. Mm. That uh, is, so we might it's get like quite... like That was lovely. Quite, uh, yeah. We used to record uh, two episodes of Two Geeks back-to-back, yeah. but we'd find that the second one, we were always... Just a, lazy and tired and... We were always a little bit sozzled during the second episode. That was the problem, so we, yeah. we just do one at a time now. A little bit more professional. Yeah. And before we start the show, though, just wanted to do a brief uh, shout-out to another podcast who mm. did a very nice little shout-out to us as well. It's the uh, pre-review podcast, a movies podcast, uh, hosted by Tyler D and Todd Brown. Um, and they pre-review an upcoming film, whether they've seen it or not. Although they did mispronounce my name. Uh, <laughs> very kind of you, but uh, yeah, it, was it Morgan e- Jeffrey and Iamamze? Iamze, Iamze. So uh, yeah, Iamze's hard to pronounce anyway, but there you go. So thanks very much, guys, and make sure you get their podcast. It's at Pre-Review Pod on Twitter. Yeah, all good, funny stuff. Check those guys yeah. out. So then, sliders, mm-hmm. as, as we always uh, kick off these episodes, Tom, what do you know about sliders? <laughs> well, I loved sliders when it was on uh, BBC Two, I think, at six o'clock in the evenings on weeknights. Apparently it was on Sky, so Sky One, nah. so I don't, I don't know what you're remembering. Yeah, it was definitely Disregard the facts. I didn't have Sky, so I had to be watching it, right. so it must have been right. BBC. Well, it's one of those shows where I think I'm thinking back on it a lot more fondly than if I started watching it now. Well, I don't know, we'll, we'll get we'll get onto this, but because my first memories of, of it were... Again, watching it as a child, and again, I didn't have Sky, so maybe you are right. Yeah. The interwebs yeah. say it was, it was It probably Sky, was on Sky first, maybe. They probably uh, po- poached it. or yeah. yeah, Sky poached it from the BBC like they did with yeah. uh, Lost. 24 and, and Lost from yeah. Channel 4. Watching it as a kid, I saw a few episodes, and I knew the basic premise, because I'd always loved Quantum Leap yeah. as well as a kid. Quite similar. Is, it felt to me at the time like a modern revamp. Jerry O'Connell, the star, he's called it uh, <laughs> Quantum Leap meets uh, The Wizard of Oz. Because oh, they're always <laughs> because, trying to find their way home. Because they're always yeah, trying yeah. to find their way home. Yeah. There's no, and there's no place like home. Yeah. Um, but then in my, my wild days 
at university, uh, 2005 to 2008, the glory years. Um, that was when my, my flatmate, he had the first season of Sliders on uh, DVD. And that was my, my gateway into the show. That is really weird, because during my uni days, uh, someone I knew had the box set, and we watched that first season as well. There you go. How weird is that? I think it's good student viewing. Yeah. I think it's when you kind of watch it slightly, when you're a slightly cynical teenager, and you can watch something a bit tongue-in-cheek and enjoy Interest, it on that level. Interesting that we both gave up after season one, though, by the sounds of it. Well, again, we all, we all get onto this. We all get onto this. Well, one of the first, one of the best things about the, uh, the first season is uh, the opening sequence, which has this brilliantly kind of uh, ridiculous hyperbolic voiceover from uh, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Sadly, it gets kind of changed and, and muted why, why in the subsequent it? years. Yeah. But here's the original brilliant title sequence for Sliders featuring uh, Jerry's impressive work. What if you could find brand new worlds right here on Earth where anything is possible? Same planet, different dimension. I found the gateway. <laughs> It's quite drum and bassy. <laughs> it's quite, um, I just love how enthusiastic he said, I found the gateway! Oh my god! <laughs> um, it's, what you can't tell from that, from audio there, mm. it's like, uh, it's very sort of Stargate-esque, but mm. you've, got the, you've got the wormhole. Mm. Uh, uh, well, I suppose we've got to say what well, well, yeah, we should actually explain what, yeah. what uh, Sliders is about. So it follows a, a group of travellers as they use a wormhole to slide mm. between different parallel universes, always hoping that the next leap will be the leap hole, so why very much like it, Quantum Leap. Why did they do it in the first place if they were just going to get lost? Did they know that was going to Well, happen? no, so they originally uh, believe that they can control the slides, um, but on their first slide, they land on an alternate Earth that is suffering a second ice age. Oh. Uh, Quinn, Jerry O'Connell's character, yeah. he has to use the timer uh, to open a vortex prematurely to save the group from an ice tornado right. that's bearing down on them, and because of that, they lose the ability to return home, that's and they must always... Lovely slide from world to world yeah. never knowing where they're going to end up next so who's on the team well <laughs> <laughs> the original four sliders were Quinn Mallory yeah. both a brilliantly 90s name starring the most 90s man of all time Jerry O'Connell yeah, yeah. Um, who looks nothing like what you look like in Stand By Me you would never have known that was the same kid. no he, he, he was a little podger yeah, back exactly. then, and, he, and he buffed up yeah. and turned to a heartthrob a 90s heartthrob with incredible hair uh, <laughs> Quinn was a graduate student in physics he was a handsome genius uh, he discovered. Always away, innit? Yeah, always all, handsome. On television. Yeah. Always, uh, yeah, chiselled and and smart. Uh, he he discovered the sliding technology. For three days, I've been sending objects into the void. Uh, paper airplane, Rubik's cube, even my T-Rex. I figured the carnivore could take care of himself. All vanished without a trace. Last night, I perfected a timing device designed to return things from wherever it is they're going. I shoved another object in, uh, 19 minutes, 40 seconds ago, with the timer set on 20 minutes. With any luck, it should be returning right about now. And the crowd goes crazy. The other characters were 
uh, Professor Maximilian Arturo. What a name. Played by the amazing John Rhys Davis. Yeah. More on him later. Uh, <laughs> he was Quinn's mentor, yeah. science, scientific mentor. This piece here is a proof of a unified field theory that alone is the holy grail of theoretical physics. This elegance is found here in the basement of this unknown, unkempt, unpublished, unfortunately brilliant, ill-mannered brat. Uh, then there was Wade Wells, mm. played by Sabrina Lloyd. She was Quinn's uh, friend and sort of on-off, will they, won't they, love interest. You mean that we can just like slide through this and boom, we're on another planet? No, same planet, different dimension. And it's safe, right? That is so cool. Where do I sign up? Don't be a child. So are they just hanging out in the same room and then they turn the button. Exactly. Okay, right. They all that's why they got sucked in. But and and <laughs> and starring Cleavant Derricks as Rembrandt Brown. <laughs> Rembrandt, who was a professional singer who accidentally got caught in the first major test of the sliding vortex and he was forced to join the others. He got he got yeah. sucked in. Turn that off, Leonie! Don't need to be hearing any old stuff the night of my big comeback. I love the spinning tops. Wish the hell you never left them. They ain't nothing without Rembrandt. Straight down the tube the minute I walk. Uh-huh. Oh, you're kidding. Fifteen number one hits by this show. Thirteen! And they were all flukes. What counts is the crying man is bigger and better than ever. He just happened to be passing. He just happened to be passing. Well, guy. M- many, many people's favourite character, Rembrandt. Yeah. So th- there are some there are some rules um, to sliders oh. that, uh, as we say, they, they can't control where they're going. Right. Uh, the vortexes between worlds can only be opened at random intervals, uh, monitored by a countdown clock uh, when they arrive. So they always have a certain amount of time. They know when it's going to be. They know when it's going to be, but right. they don't know how long they're going to have in each in each universe. Is it always in the same spot, or do they? Does it tell them where they need to go, or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and, and if they don't fail, uh, open the vortex in time, mm. if they fail to do that, they will be stranded uh, on the alternate Earth for very specific uh, 29.7 years. They will be stranded oh, yeah. in that universe. But it's quite clever because, as I say, they never know how long they're going to be on the parallel Earth. Yeah. So they only have a certain amount of time. And there's one episode yeah, where... I remember this. It's a classic moment yeah. where they, uh, they land on... A planet that looks a lot like our Earth. Seems to be the one. And they're right outside Quinn's house, and he says, "Oh, but we've only got literally like a minute, or or we'll be struck here forever, and it might be the wrong Earth." There's only one way of finding. There's out. There's only one way of finding out, and his uh, his front door yeah. to his house always used to squeak. squeak yeah. Always used to squeak, yeah. and he opens it, doesn't squeak. Uh, and he's, like, oh, I've got to go then. Got to go. Alternate universe. Time, time to see it. They jump through the vortex, but, but then someone comes out, and they go, "Oh." Good job you oiled up that gate. It was. But we don't know. Maybe they just happened to have oiled We don't it. know. But it might have been Earth Prime, <laughs> as it's known. It might have been Earth Prime. Ah, great moment. Here's the bad news. 53 seconds to the next window. If this isn't home, if we're wrong, we're stuck. I don't know, guys. I mean, according to this, O.J. Simpson was tried for a double murder. The Raiders play in Oakland. Cleveland Indians made the World Series. A lot could have happened since we left. That much? 20 seconds. Alright. This gate has been squeaking since I was 12. I know the sound it makes like the back of my hand.
I knew it was too good to be true. That's what happens when you put your faith in sorcerers. Well, thanks for the iced tea, Mrs. Mallory. I uh, trimmed the hedges and watered the lawn. Oh, and hey, let me show you what I did with the gate. All I needed was a little oil. Quinn always said he was going to fix it. Yeah, I know how much you miss him, Mrs. M. But he'll be back one day. I know he will. I've got to say, this is very similar to Reboot. Remember in the, in, in the, in the bit where Mate, Enzo's turning to Matrix mm. and he's going through the games mm. and he's trying to get back home but they don't know which one's it until they get there. Well, I'm sure we'll do a Quantum Leap episode at some point. Yeah. But there are a lot of shows that are it's a directly or indirectly inspired by Quantum Leap, that idea of a man jumping from place to place always right. trying to find the, the leap home. Yeah. Now, the general consensus on Sliders is that the first two seasons were actually of, of merit, really as, as you discussed, yeah. great. And then the show went rapidly downhill <laughs> um, from there. But it's all the kind of reasons why and the speculation behind why and the theory behind that downfall that, for me, makes Sliders so fascinating. And that's why I wanted to do an episode okay. on Interesting. it. Interesting. So, I mean, it, it never had, from the very beginning, it never had an easy go of things, uh, Sliders. And okay. for me, it's actually quite a, a sad story of untapped potential. So originally, Fox ordered uh, 22 episodes right. of Sliders, they made a few episodes, and then Fox just decided they didn't really like it. Uh, they wanted the show heavily sort of revamped and retooled. They wanted it to be just action-adventure, because the uh, original episodes had quite a bit of satire. They would use the alternate dimension uh, angle to, uh, you know, they, there'd be an episode where uh, there were no men left on Earth and women were in charge, or they'd yeah. be like, oh... Um, who who is the president of America? President Clinton, but it would be Hillary Clinton, uh, which now it's very 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 prescient. Yeah, we had the Christmas special. It was all about consumerism and all that. Exactly, kind of there was a bit of satire yeah. in uh, in in Sliders, and there's actually a, a DVD extra which is on the first and second season box set, the making of Sliders, uh, in which this is discussed. When we were first developing the show, we realized that the show could be done as a straight science fiction show or as a black comedy, with a lot of satire. We have some of the latest state-approved sounds here. Liberace Unplugged, Jim Morrison Sings Irving Berlin, and uh, Kurt Cobain's Christmas album. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and ultimately, we decided to do something very ambitious, which was to do both. Um, it wasn't something that was very well received at first by Fox, because they sort of want the show to be one thing. I think the whole parallel universe theme, uh, I think it you know, feeds into not only darker episodes, but also you could have a lot of fun with that as well. You think we're home? I don't think so, Rembrandt. I'm pretty sure on our Earth, the mailmen wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the show's uh, co-creator there, Tracy Torme, uh, talking about the show. Uh, don't laugh at being called Tracy. Morgan could be a girl's name too. There's nothing wrong with it. I was wondering if he was uh, related to Mel Torme, but that's a very boring story. So Mel, Mel Torme's son. Really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I was thinking, come <laughs> on, famous Torme's. Yeah, it's Mel, Mel Torme's son. And actually, Mel Torme... Uh, and his sad passing plays into what happened to Sliders. So, so there you go. So as I say, Fox, they wanted uh, the show heavily retooled. They wanted, in particular, a lot less continuity. 
right. right, between episodes, so that they could show the episodes in just any order they wanted. Ugh. Do you remember when we talked no. previously about Firefly? Yeah. And how Firefly got screwed again by Fox, yeah. by they just aired episodes out of order and this well, kind of thing. Why can't they just give faith to the things that they've uh, commissioned? Commissioned. Why can't they just leave it? Yeah, well, so Fox, they aired episodes from seasons one and two in a completely different order than was scripted because they thought they, they would, you know, show certain episodes at certain times to, to capitalise on ratings. But it just en- ended up leading to these huge continuity errors for Sliders. So, that, for example, there's one episode that ends uh, on, a, on a cliffhanger leading into the next episode. Yeah. There's an episode, Summer of Love, which leads into the, into the opening of this episode, Prince of Wales, except Prince of Wales was there the previous week. So it, so it made no sense. Um, this wouldn't happen now, would there's it? There's an episode in season three, um, The Last of Eden, which stars uh, John Reese davies but it aired weeks after his final episode uh, at a relevant show. So they had to like refilm a new bit uh, of them like looking back. So it was like a flashback episode. Uh, what a lot of faff that is. So it just, it, again, it never really had a fair chance. No. It never had a fair shot from, from the off sliders. Uh, if you go onto Wikipedia though, it lists the episodes as broadcast, but you can also see the intended order. So if you did ever want to binge the <laughs> entirety of sliders, if you're that feeling mm. that brave, you can you can watch them properly. Bloody suits. But again, I mean, the interference doesn't stop there. So um, because Fox weren't happy with the way Sliders was progressing, mm-hmm. uh, they they uh, demanded it be sort of uh, shut down after nine episodes. Uh, and that became the kind of de facto first season finale called Luck of the Draw. And at the end of that episode, Quinn, Jerry O'Connor's character, yeah. right? He gets shot. Fox uh, didn't want to resolve the cliffhanger. What? They said, they said to Tracy Torme... Ah uh, no, just uh, just just pick up season two. Don't 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 worry about it, and uh, and and just just no 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 one cares. Just don't resolve the cliffhanger. What? And so again, he was just fine in the next episode. Well, again, there's another clip from this making of documentary where this is addressed. My original concept was to do a funeral scene for Quinn. Let's open the second season with his funeral. This became a real huge battle. I mean, it was a monumental battle between me and the network because I just, they, their attitude was the show's been off the air for a while, no one's going to care. Just start with a new episode and pretend like none of it happened. And I thought, wow, what a sure way to alienate your audience. It's just a sign of telling them we don't really care about you. So ultimately they allowed me to do a compromise. I wrote a about a two minute payoff, which was written as an island to itself so it could be inserted into any episode. Jesus. Oh, so, I, I thought it was bad enough, you know, in Red Dwarf, where there was a big cliffhanger where there was like, are they all dead? Mm. And then the next season, yeah, the listeners go, yeah, it's fine. But at least that was a but resolution. At, at least they did. At least explain. they were allowed a resolution. Whereas yeah. this, it's just... Torme really had to fight with Fox to, yeah. to have the permission to go back and, and resolve the season one cliffhanger. They didn't even want to do it. So uh, Fox were never really uh, behind. Well, let someone sliders. else take it up then, you bastard. <laughs> well, funny you say that, because they cancelled the show after two seasons. Right. They cancelled it. However, Sliders ran five seasons uh, in total um, because uh, originally Fox were convinced to reverse their decision by all this fan outcry. They were surprised, I think, by the fan following right. that Sliders had built up. So they brought it back for a third season, but with some changes. So they insisted on taking more creative control of the show. Uh, they no. want. They want. No, it's the opposite of what you need to be doing. <laughs> they wanted every. I think this is going to make you the angriest since our prisoner episode. God. So uh, they wanted every single episode to be inspired by uh, a recent hit blockbuster movie. So there was a tornado themed episode inspired by Twister. Twister. A, a dinosaur themed episode. No one's inspired by Jurassic Park. Right. Um, they hired a new executive producer called uh, David Peckinpah. Much, much more on him later. Um, Related and, to Sam Peckinpah? Uh, his nephew. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of celebrity connections yeah. behind the scenes on Sliders. Um, 
And then uh, Tracy Tormey's ideas were increasingly kind of pushed aside and ignored. And finally, he he stepped aside. So he was still credited on the show, but he had no real uh, creative involvement. Co-created the show, but had no real creative involvement in it, uh, it beyond the very early stages right. of the third of the third season. And John Rhys Davies, he had become uh, increasingly. Uh, Dissatisfied with the direct with the direction of the yeah. show, um, and at this point, uh, again, early in the third season, he decided he didn't want to part of the show anymore, uh, and he and the show he and the show parted ways. A lot of times, his mouth would get him in trouble quite a bit, and people sometimes were taken back by it. When he had problems with the script, everybody knew about it. And I'll tell you, man, we were in read-throughs, and John would bang his fist on the table and go, this is absurd, this show could be so good, why don't we do this and do this and do this? John and I were hanging out so much. And not in a weird way, people, in like a, in like a very cool way. We were very close friends. John himself was the foundation. And when we lost John, I think deep down in our hearts, we knew that it was the beginning of the end. Oh. The beginning of the, uh, of the end, the very long and painful end, yeah. because that was uh, halfway through season three, yeah. sliders ran for uh, for five seasons. So <laughs> I don't think I got this far. No, well, this well is, I saw bits of ugh. this is this is season three. You got this uh, uh, two part episode called the Exodus, right. in which the sliders uh, encounter a military operation who are using sliding technology for their own ends, led by Colonel Angus Rickman, played by Roger Daltrey, of course. Uh, Roger okay. Roger Daltrey. Why, right. why not? I mean, yeah. Um, and and his second in command, uh, Captain Maggie Bennett. Played by Alice Cooper. Or? <laughs> no, played by uh, Carrie Wurr. Um, oh, she's in things, isn't she? She she is in she's in things. She's in things. <laughs> she, oh no, I know. I've just clicked on her. She was in Eight Legged Freaks. <laughs> she was the love interest of David Duchovny in Eight Legged Freaks. The classic. <laughs> you mean David Arquette? David Arquette. David Arquette, mate. I'm thinking of uh, Evolution. Ev- uh, Evolution. Yeah. We should do an episode on uh, sort of shoddy B movie, yeah. sci fi movies. I, I love Eight Legged Freaks. I love Eight Legged Freaks yeah. and Evolution, underrated. Yeah. Yeah. We've already done Tremors, so, you know. There we go. Good coming, point. coming soon. Uh, Rickman, Roger Daltrey's character. Right. Again, he's played by Roger Daltrey. Is, um, is unmasked as a villain. He kills Arturo, no. John Reese Davis' character. Uh, Maggie joined his second in command. Didn't know he was evil. She joins the team. She won't get fooled again. And, and, and hey, very good, very good. And helps the team uh, to hunt down uh, Rickman. Uh, and and just play the scene now. If only it was Alan Rickman playing. <laughs> well, he's called Colonel Angus Rickman, yeah. which makes me think they probably were like Tried angling for Alan, yeah. Rick, the, the late great Alan Rickman, and instead got again Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey. <laughs> um, anyway, this is uh, John Rhys Davies. If I'm honest. Everyone's trying their best, but completely underwhelming. Is he phoning final it in now? scene? He's not. No, no. The, the cast do their best, but oh, it, just, right. it just looks awful. Yeah. It looks awful, and it's and I'm sure it will sound awful too. Professor, get them home. Professor, hang in there. Hang in there. You're coming with us. <laughs> That's almost comical. Yeah. It's not almost sad, isn't no. it? Just, just John Reese Davies, he sort of he gets shot and he just <laughs> he just looks like he's getting a little bit of heartburn. He yeah. sort of goes, oh, oh, howie. <laughs> so I I actually was lucky enough to interview yeah. uh, John Reese Davies in recently person. in person, 
And <laughs> I asked him about his illustrious career, of course. I asked him about Indiana Jones, which yeah. he was more than happy to talk about. I asked him about Lord of the Rings, uh, Lord of the Rings which yeah. again, he was more than happy to talk about. <laughs> um, and I asked him about sliders. <laughs> and, you know, no, he, t- he talked to me about it and he was more than happy to talk to me about it. Yeah. He is, I have to say, he's a lovely, lovely man um, and a great actor. But he let out an audible sigh when I when I mentioned the word sliders. I went, so sliders, John. And he went. <sighs> I actually apologised to him. I was like, I'm so sorry, but people still still love yeah, sliders. Yeah. It's got a big following. Would you mind just talking a little bit about sliders? Very great. And, and and he he did open up to me about his frustrations with the show. It's hard to. You know, it's it's hard to rewrite on the hoof when you've got. When, when you've got um, a network that wants you to say the words in the script. I mean, you would, I would go to them and say, look, where is the verb in that sentence? Mm. How does that part of the selection sentence connect to that part of the mm. sentence? Mm. You know, John, why don't you just say the words as written? I'll tell you what, I, I will say the words as written when you can actually write intelligent sentences. I mean, it, it, it was that absurd. Mm. But it's a, it's a lovely concept. It is, yeah. Really. And, and um, it could have been the best show on television, and it could have been uh, still on the air. Yeah. Uh, and they screwed up because they didn't have the vision. Mm. Um, but uh, the, you, the, the anger and the impatience in my voice probably disguises the fact that I think it was the biggest single missed opportunity of my life. Uh, I, I regret it deeply. It's oh, quite, quite sad. He doesn't hold back, but it's. <laughs> I, I quite like. He doesn't hold any. Give him a nervous breakdown. But he doesn't hold any malice towards no, it. He, he, just loves re- it. he wished it was a lot better. <laughs> it's that classic thing of I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> and he, he had some lovely things to say about his cast members. Yeah. He loved the cast. He just wasn't happy with the direction right. the show was going in. But an interesting point actually on the fact that uh, Arturo gets killed. Yeah. So there's a second season episode called Post Traumatic Slide Syndrome. Is this the one where he has two two Arturo? That's right. I yeah. Remember this. I remember this he never quite knew which one it was. There we go. Yeah. So the episode ends with yeah. the vortex opening up. They have to get through the vortex, yeah. and the, the two Arturos are having a mm. fight. And then one of them gets through. One of them doesn't. Yeah. And the, the remaining one's like, "Oh my god!" And you never quite know no. uh, which one was the real one. Which one had escaped? And in an interview done in uh, two thousand and nine, Tracy Torme, again yeah. the, the co-creator, he said he intended that the Arturo who slid was not right. the real Arturo, it was okay. the wrong one. And he was going to play out a thing where eventually the real, uh, one, came back. The real one came back. But Torme lost control of the show, John Reese davies quit the show, it never really got resolved. So an amazing series. But if you ever did do a follow-up, yeah. you could bring, bring him back, back. because yeah. you could say the original Arturo was still out there somewhere. Big finish. Do an audio <laughs> drama. Does it actually work with Big Finish? Big Finish, do yeah. sliders yeah. on audio. Yeah, great. <laughs> That's our token Big Finish yeah. plug. We don't get paid. <laughs> One day I'll be sponsored by Big Finish. Yeah, please. Yeah. So, um, just going back into onto Tracy Torme, he, he's like again very uh, outspoken right. in his criticism of, of oh, the show's good. later years. Um, so again, he quit after after the third season uh, because of the, all these conflicts with with Fox, and he talks about the Exodus, uh, John Rhys Davies' uh, exit. Uh, in a in a, a panel right. of, uh, from a 1997 Sliders convention, uh, and this has been transcribed online. Uh, and this is uh, Torme uh, quote: 
I will unabashedly tell you I thought it was one of the worst pieces of television ever produced <laughs> and the low point of the entire series. If you look at it, there are signs of the lack of caring, lack of thinking, lack of everything. <laughs> there are giant plot holes, scenes that don't edit together well, poor production values, poor performances, poor writing. It was an absolute utter embarrassment, unquote. So did you like it or not? I don't think he was a fan, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think he was a fan. So, so again, at this point, at the end of the third season, God. Sliders was... Still two more. Again, cancelled. Right, okay. Cancelled by Fox. And this time, it, it, it stayed dead on Fox. Um, but it was then revived by uh, the Sci-Fi channel. Before it was Siffy. Before it was the Siffy channel. Right, okay. mm. Now, the third season had ended up with the team split, uh, the new team. So, Rembrandt and Wade, they had actually made it back to Earth Prime. Oh. However, Quinn and Maggie, the new, the new recruit... They had ended up on another alternate Earth. Right. And they'd been split up. Now, now, in the fourth season premiere, uh, Quinn and Maggie, they've been, again, jumping from Earth to Earth. They finally make it back to Earth Prime, only to find it has been uh, conquered by the Cro-Mags. Now, now, the Cro-Mags uh, were... Are they like the Borg or something? <laughs> sort of the, the, yeah, they were the series' uh, long-running villains. Right. They were um, introduced in the second season, and they were humans who had evolved... On an alternate universe, but they were monsters who ate your eyeballs. So, so anyway, they fight so, that home and home was ruined. And home was ruined. Oh, for God's sake! How, how mean spirited is yeah. that? They get home, home's been but, conquered. But the fence was still squeaky, or <laughs> I don't think that was addressed. Was that solved. Or? So so um, the, uh, Maggie and Quinn they find Rembrandt. Are you ready for this? Okay. Rembrandt reveals that Wade was taken to a Cro-Mag breeding camp on a parallel Earth, removing her character from the series. Uh, she was uh, Wade, lovely sweet Wade, was doomed to be horribly sexually assaulted and made to give birth uh, to Cro-Mag babies forevermore. Why did they have to write that into it? Why couldn't she have just been kidnapped and leave it at that? No, horribly, horribly, like just just sexually assaulted and and, and a horrible horrible fate for her. So did they uh, did they mean to get her back eventually? Or? So so what happened was uh, uh, against uh, Sabrina Lloyd, there were uh, she wanted to leave the show. After so after they, they were like, oh, "Fuck you, Sabrina Lloyd. We're going to give you a horrible end." <laughs> Essentially, yeah, uh. because there were various reasons why why she is reported to have left. Uh, who knows why? But I mean, there were reports of tensions between her and uh, Carrie Wurher, the new the new co star. Right. Um, apparently, also the Sci Fi Channel wanted to go back to the original setup where you have the three guys and the one woman. Right. Uh, they they didn't really care which woman it was. <laughs> uh, that's apparently she asked for a raise, uh, Sabrina Lloyd, and so she was obviously the one the one to go. Right. Um, she was fired by this guy, David Peckinpah, who I mentioned earlier. He was now the guy in charge of the show. Um, And her character's fate, her horrible, horrible fate, was allegedly uh, Peckinpah's idea, one that he pushed through, because he thought it was funny. Um, Lovely man. (laughs) uh, uh, Suffice to say, Sliders fans consider Peckinpah to be the big reason that the show went off the rails in in the later years. Who else was in the team, though? I seem to remember there was a... In this new team, wasn't there like a, a... brother or something oh right we'll get we'll get onto this we'll get onto uh, this you just did the Stan Marsh like, <laughs> pinching my nose in pain that's not good we'll get onto this alright but an interesting point when when the show was cancelled by Fox yeah. and then brought back by the Sci-Fi Channel uh, Tracy Torme uh, attempted to retake control of, of his series um, and his, his one of his conditions on you know returning to the show was the removal of David Peckinpah from the series <laughs> he was like I'll only come back if he's gone However, Peckinpah signed a two-year contract with Universal. Peckinpah. They they elected to keep Peckinpah, and Torme oh, left the series again. They should do a whole documentary, or mockumentary movie of this, mm. the behind the scenes. It'd be fascinating, a bit like Adventure in Space and Time, the uh, the Doctor yeah. Who origins drama. Call it sliding down the 
<laughs> Something about Just it. sliding down. Sliding down. Just sliding yeah. down and down. Now, talking about uh, the character of Wade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the fans were always, uh, you know, piling pressure on to find out what happened to her after yeah. a horrible, horrible fate. Uh, so the producers asked Sabrina Lloyd to guest star in, in one uh, episode of season five, the final season, uh, that was to focus focus on her. She she dared, dared to request uh, $40,000 to appear, which was the same amount that... Bitch. <laughs> Cleavon Derrick's Rembrandt. That's the same amount he was being paid. Fine. And yeah. they went, yeah, no way. No way. So the idea was uh, scrapped. Uh, in the end, they used a stand-in to play her character. She did provide voiceovers. God bless her. Okay. She, she provided voiceovers. Uh, a stand-in was used for an episode in which she was... Wade was revealed to be trapped in a chromag experiment. Just being sexually assaulted constantly. But, but, able, but able to telepathically communicate with Rembrandt. Um, she helps, what has this show become? <laughs> she helps, this doesn't sound like anything like season one. She helps the sliders to escape, but at the cost of her own life. So after all that, she just dies horribly. This is just a horrible, horrible programme. <laughs> Can't believe it. So, what happened to Rembrandt then? Is he back then? Has he got back to Earth Prime? No, no, no. So, um, oh, uh, so they went back to Earth Prime. And then they went back to Earth Prime. Rembrandt, we need you. Well, we need your soul singing powers. <laughs> so uh, at this point, you've got Quinn, you've got Rembrandt, yeah. and you've got uh, Maggie. Maggie. Because Earth Prime has been taken over by the Cro-Mags, yeah. they decide to uh, leap, and we said leap again, they decide to slide again because, because, while they're on Earth Prime, they find out that Quinn was actually born on a parallel Earth. What? And he was left on Earth Prime what? by his birth parents, what? right? So, sorry. Uh, so before they even started sliding? Yeah, like, like when he was a baby. Like Superman. Like Superman. So by chance did he just be good at this kind of stuff, or was he good at it for a reason, or? Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's in sync with the, with the slides or something. I don't what, know. So his mum and dad, what they were? They they left our universe. They yeah, they left him on on Earth Prime. And they are they still around? <laughs> no. So apparently they they like came back to get him, but his foster mother loved him so much she like hid him from his birth parents. Sorry. I hate this. This is like when in EastEnders where they've sort of said that Dirty Dan isn't really your dad, it's this other guy and we're just going to pretend that everything happened back then didn't really happen and whatever. Stop making it up as you go along. Even Lost didn't do it like this. Sliders and EastEnders. <sighs> the, the unlikely links drawn on two geeks. Slidenders. <laughs> so, so <sighs> Quinn, he, uh, he, he finds out he also had a, had a brother... Uh, um, called Colin. Okay. <laughs> Not cool, no. <laughs> and he finds uh, the, the parallel Earth coordinates uh, to where Colin was taken. He and Rembrandt and Maggie slide again, leaving Earth Prime under the control of the Cro-Mags, uh, hoping that if they find Colin, uh, he, 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 will, he will be able to help them defeat the Cro-Mags. Um, because on his and Quinn's original homeworld, apparently there's a weapon that can repel the Cro-Mag invasion of Earth. Okay. They find Colin... Uh, who is played as you as you uh, yeah. by Jerry O'Connell's real brother right. Charlie O'Connell okay. at, <laughs> at Jerry's request, and then season four is them uh, sliding trying to find this new their real home so they can find this weapon to defeat the Cro-Mags. It says here. Do you know about Charlie O'Connell? Go on. He was on The Bachelor. What? As one of the Bachelors. They don't have celebrity bachelors in America, do they? Well, it says so. That's Are you sure it's the same Charlie O'Connell? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess he barely qualifies as a celebrity. Yeah. But Season 7, Charlie O'Connell, who had appeared in Sliders... <laughs> it, yeah, he was, he was Season 7's man. Uh, the Bachelor. Who did he end up with? Uh, <laughs> Again, unlikely connections being yeah, drawn Charlie on two O'Connell. gigs. He ended up with a lady called Sarah Bryce. Are they still together? O'Connell chose Bryce to be the winner but did not propose to her and instead began a relationship. They broke up in September 2007. But got back together in 2008. However, they call it quits again in 2010. 
gave it, gave it a good yeah, shot. Gave it a go. Yeah. There you go, Charlie O'Connell. Yeah. Charlie O'Connell and Sarah Bryce have also stood the test of time, though he didn't pop the question on the show. Do you remember what you said to her? I remember crying, and I remember saying that I love you. And I didn't propose because six minutes before that, if not less, I was dating two girls. It just didn't seem like the right time. Sliders never have had a fair shot, but Charlie O'Connell never say he doesn't give a lady he a fair he shot. He says he's known for his appearance on The Bachelor, as well as appearing in several of his older brother, Jerry O'Connell's projects, including a starring role as Colin Mallory in season four of Sliders. <sighs> Definitely not just uh, writing his coattails there. He's also in Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> anyway, that's enough for Charlie. That's enough. I didn't expect this much of a Charlie O'Connell <laughs> diversion, I'll be honest. So, in the fifth... And final season of Sliders, uh, and, and this... Finally put it to death. No, mate, this is where it gets really weird. You thought it was bad so far, the way they've sort of... Because you think, oh yeah, it's a great concept for Sliders, they just leap from parallel Earth to parallel Earth, okay. and there's a bit of satire, a bit of action, yeah. and it's already gone way, it's, it's way gone off ludicrous, But at least it's like it's still sci-fi and interesting, mm. whatever, whatever. So, so what have they done now? So basically, sci-fi didn't really expect to bring it back for a fifth season. They right. did it at the last minute. <laughs> and so they, they uh, Jerry O'Connell had already signed up for another show. <laughs> oh God! So, well, like Charlie. Well, well uh, you know, blood is thick in the water. <laughs> so Jerry, Jerry O'Connell, he loves sliders. He said, "Yeah, I'll come back. Yeah. One on one condition, I want to be executive producer." <clears throat> uh, right. Sci-Fi said no. So he was like, "All right, then I'm not going to come back. But what I will do, I'll do three episodes. Yeah. So you can write out Quinn in a decent okay. way." Uh, they said, "No, that's not that's not enough episodes." So he said, "Right, fine." I'll do six episodes. He's trying his best. I'll do six. Like that's it. We always that's say this lot. about about like for, like um. That's a whole BBC series. That we talk about like the final episode of House. Yeah. And like uh, um, annoyed me. The whole episode he's having hallucina- hallucinations yeah. about um important people All in his characters. life. And because the actress Lisa Edelstein yeah. didn't want to come back, yeah. Cuddy, who's a huge character in the well, show, his most important person he's ever had in his life, doesn't feature, and it makes no you're narrative it. sense. Yeah, you ruin it. You ruin the entire series. It's a it's a bugbear of ours. Whenever characters who are major yeah. characters who've left the show don't yeah. come back for the final episode it's like even if you hate everyone on the show do it for the fans like CSI what's his name George E. E. George E. He, he was in every single season apart mm. from the last one like season 48 no, no, he and was, then he didn't no, come back not even that he was in the entire he was in the entire show yeah. they did a TV movie to wrap it up and yeah, he wasn't well, that's in it. it yeah why yeah even if you hate come back mate even if you hate all your cast members yeah. and you hate all the production team just just come back for the fans. It'll only take like like do like a, a cameo, and it'll take yeah. you like a day's shooting. Mr. Echo, the only one who lost who didn't come back. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. So anyway, Jerry O'Connell he said I'll do six episodes. He's making an effort, but then they were like, right, well, you, yeah, fine, you come back and do six. Charlie O'Connell come back and do six, but then you both sacked. Right. Jerry O'Connell was like, oh, I'm leaving, but can't you just keep him on? Yeah, make him and, the and main they, guy. And they were like, no, we don't want him without Why? you. So then Jerry, oh, Con- stop being a little bitch about it. <laughs> so Jerry O'Connell was like. Nah, screw, fuck you then. Yeah, screw you guys, I'm out, I'm out. Poor, poor Jerry, he tried, he tried his best. Okay. So, in show, this was explained in the fifth season premiere, when, uh, during a slide, the personality of Quinn was merged with the Quinn of the Earth they had landed on. Uh, Colin was just lost to the vortex, Colin just died, but no, no one cared about that. Yeah, whatever, Colin. So Quinn was merged into an alternate Quinn, uh, and became a new character... What, what, the, the way this was achieved was all in the pre-title sequence. Uh, obviously, no Jerry O'Connell or or uh, or Char- Charlie O'Connell. No. So they had to do the whole thing uh, using body doubles, seen from behind, and a voice that is obviously not Jerry O'Connell's, what as we see a here. Fucking shambles. Wow. That one like that. Are you alright? Yeah. It was an explosion. <laughs> Where are they? 
Wow. That was really something. Who are you? Well, we. Who the hell are you? I'm Quinn. Quinn Mallory. Just a random dude. <laughs> so, so uh, from this point on, okay. uh, the merged Quinn, who is referred to as Mallory, to distinguish him so, from the original Quinn, uh, he he's played by a new actor called Robert Floyd. Okay. Oh right. Okay. So with this guy, mm. does he? So he's got both the m- memories in the brain of both Mallory's. So so originally he retained some of the m- memory and personality of the original Quinn. But this soon faded. Uh, in one of the last ever episodes, uh, I think it's actually the penultimate episode, uh, the, the team attempt to separate Quinn uh, from Mallory, only to find out that it's not possible without killing one of them since they've been merged for far too long. So basically, Quinn just, just dies. He just dies in the yeah. other guy's brain. By the way, Robert Floyd has been in fuck all since then. Uh, he is best known for his role as Mallory. Mm. Uh, that's it. He appeared in several <laughs> films. Including... Well, he's not best known. He's only known <laughs> yeah, exactly. for his role as Mallory. He was in. He's in episodes of stuff, but he was in Godzilla, the shit one that you like, ah. as an Apache pilot. <laughs> so keep an eye out. You'll see him. So Mallory and a new character, uh, Doctor Diana Davis, played by Tembi Locke, they join Rembrandt. Rembrandt's still going. Rembrandt... So, so who's this bird? Who, she... She's just like a new scientist character oh. who, who joins the team. And um, <laughs> Rembrandt, by this point, he's the he's the last last man standing. He's yeah. like the Ian Beale or the Charlie from Casualty so, of, of Sliders, <laughs> still so, hanging on. Or, or Tony Picard, whatever his name is from Hollywood. Yeah, um, uh, uh, yeah. No, Tony's his character. <laughs> Nick Picard, Nick Picard who plays Tony. Tony. So Maggie's still there as well. Maggie's still okay, there so, as well. Oh, they've gone for the two girls, two guys thing. Well, mixing it up. Yeah. And so this new <clears throat> new team of Sliders, it's lame. They're, they're still searching for a weapon against the Cro Mags, uh, as well as trying to recover. Quinn and Colin unsuccessfully, as okay. I as I previously mentioned. Um, now we've re- we've almost reached the end. In the final ever episode of Sliders, uh, the Sliders' death is predicted by a, a psychic, but the team discover a virus that is fatal only to Cro-Mags. Uh, Rembrandt willingly injects himself with the virus and slides alone uh, back to Earth Prime to fight the Cro-Mags. And the show got cancelled and never find out what happened. <laughs> oh god! So even after all that, it still ended with no ending. And this 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 is the final ever scene of Sliders. Yeah, this is pretty pretty well done, all things considered, I suppose. What's wrong? This device is too badly damaged. Containment is deteriorating rapidly. Look, guys, there may be enough power only for one of us to go through. We better decide who's gonna be fast. Rembrandt, give me the vial. No, I'll do it. What are you doing? Just call me Typhoid Remy. Look, if I survive this, the sea here north the coast is clear. Just fix that thing and you slide with me, all right? If not, then you have a good life.
What do we do now? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Ever again. Sliders is over. Now, why, you may ask, why end on a cliffhanger? Yeah. Well, apparently, the production team suspected, like, very heavily, if, if not knew, that the fifth season would be the final season. Right. So, the producers at the time, including the new executive producer, Bill Dial, uh, he, he suspected that Sci-Fi Channel, like Fox before them, had completely... Uh, lost interest in sliders. They weren't even sending any notes on the script. He suspected they weren't even reading uh, the scripts at this point. Just makes me sad. And, and he did a little test where apparently a rule, a strict rule on the sci-fi channel was that no character could ever have a gun pointed at their heads. I'm not sure why, but oh, you know, right. you know, standards and practices. Like Spider-Man not being able it's, it's to hunt like, people. Or Spider-Man not being able to land on pigeons. Yeah. It's that all over again. <clears throat> Um, so to test this, he wrote uh, or presented them with a script in which one character's head is blown off. <laughs> just, just you know. Uh, no feedback, nothing. <laughs> so it proved they, they just weren't reading the scripts. They, they just didn't care. So partly to kind of get sci-fi's attention, partly they hoped again, like what happened with the third season with Fox, that the fans would rally if it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> no one cared. <laughs> no, no one really rallied um, at this point. Uh, and, and so it, it didn't work. And Sliders just died a sad little death. How and and it, this, is, this is the most possibly the most depressing episode of Two Geeks yeah. ever because it does... It's such a. It is as John Rhys Davis said. It is such a brilliant concept, and the original episodes are. I think it's kind of now. It's unfairly tarred with the brush of the later seasons. But like yeah. the, the first two seasons are like legit. As good as you can get for a nineties sci-fi. Very series. very nineties yeah. now, no yeah. question. Quite dated, but I think they hold up as like yeah. you know decent sci-fi tongue-in-cheek adventure. Yeah. And it's just it just went off a cliff. It really did. Gateway to oblivion. I mean how. I don't even want it to return because you can't really. I think I think the only way because I was thinking about it. I mean, could you do a thing where there's a new team of sliders and it starts off with just them and then you kind of bring it back? But what like what's to bring back? Yeah. You could maybe bring back Arturo, but like Wade's dead, Quinn is dead, Rembrandt's out there somewhere. Maybe I think unfortunately the only way you could bring it back is to do a complete reboot, reboot and maybe yeah. cast a new Quinn and a new well, Arturo think, and a I new Wade. Think the, the love is strong enough for it to be honest I think it's got a, a very core cult fan base but I think there is I think there is yeah. still a strong a strong fan base when I I uh, did my interview with John Reese davies and I, I tweeted it out and there were like Sliders fan accounts yeah. well I hope there is otherwise no one will listen to this episode <laughs> I hope there's a fan following yeah. but uh, I, I think there is still a fan following out there I think if you did if you did a reboot and you did it well I still think I still think uh, the concept is strong but there was uh, a very funny uh, funny or die sketch that Jerry O'Connell uh, did in 2013, so only a few yeah. years ago, uh, all about the, the idea of bringing sliders back. So let's, let's have a look at that. Hit those rough landings. What is this? Ladies. Why isn't he wearing a big bow tie? I've never seen anybody without a big bow tie. I think we should get the policeman. Yes! Huh. Apparently on this world, everyone wears big bow ties. Weird. Well, I only have a few minutes until the next portal opens. I better make this quick. Hey, slide hards. It's your boy, Quinn Mallory, or as my good friend Rembrandt calls me, Q-Ball. Okay, listen. I heard that in this world, Veronica Mars got a bunch of her fans together to pay for her movie, so I'm traveling from dimension to dimension trying to scrape together enough money to start the Sliders movie. And that's where I need you, slide heads. Okay, I need your money so I can keep sliding. Now, okay, okay, I know what you're saying. Hey, Quinn, where's Wade? Where's Rembrandt? Where's Professor Arturo and that other girl who unceremoniously replaced the professor? And some other characters that I'm not that familiar with. My answer is don't worry about it, okay? They're fine. Let's talk about this movie. 
I'm not a writer or anything, okay? But I do have some ideas uh, for some awesome worlds that the Sliders could visit. Back in a world where the Beach Boys were bigger than the Beatles, and as a result, everyone is a surfer. Instead of saying hello, people say hang 10. Oh, and also people ride waves to work, and surfers are like the equivalent of lawyers. Or how about a world where White Castle is as big of a chain as McDonald's or something? There'd be an actual Burger King who ruled over everyone, but, but he works for White Castle. And what if San Francisco was filled with snow because of global cooling? Oh, this one's one of my faves. What if apes evolved to the point where they were as smart as humans and were like the ruling species? Or how about an Earth where everyone wore bow ties? I call it Bowtown. Pretty sweet ideas, right? I got a million of them. I, I dream them up at night. Like, right before I go to bed. That's him. That's the one. Where's your big bow tie? You're under arrest for violating our one and only law. Oh, I gotta go. Please, please try and give whatever you can. It's a really important cause. More important than an actual cause. And I will see you on the other slide. And I'll see you idiots later. Hey. Oh, no. oh, no, 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 no. I'm stuck here for 29.7 years. Oh, fuck. Fuck! I'm stuck here for 29.7 years! This is fucked. This is fucked! This is fucked! Oh, fuck! Fuck! Fuck this shit! Fuck! I'm, I'm sorry I... I'm sorry I gave you the finger. Hey, Jerry O'Connell. Spiders! <laughs> I've always loved, I've always loved Jerry O'Connor. You know I mean? Makes fun of himself. It makes fun of himself. Uh, underrated in Screen Two. You ever seen Screen <laughs> yeah, Two? Because a great performance. Yeah. Do you know what he's been up to recently? Go on. The latest is some of his recent films. Oh. He was in the Veronica Mars movie. Funny enough. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's Sheriff Dan Lamb. He yeah. was in uh, uh, Piranha 3D. Yeah. Scary Movie Five as Christian Grey. Uh, and, but he's going to be in Finding Dory as a voice part yeah so he's a big comeback of Jerry O'Connell like I said I've got a lot of time for Jerry if he ever did do a Sliders yeah. reboot should definitely uh, definitely have him as a little cameo definitely. maybe like, yeah. as a new character maybe to. but yeah. he'd definitely definitely have him along for the ride yeah. oh well it's just as well I've got, got yeah. a, a, Drown our sorrows. a cider yeah? we're literally drowning our sorrows I feel bad Sliding for Sliders yeah. uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode, this sort of yeah. morose episode <laughs> Slide Heads not all, not all uh, shows have a happy end. <laughs> can't all be celebratory. Yeah. Uh, we do actually have a new website. Well, the website's exactly the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same. We have a new and improved URL. Domain, yeah. Mm. TwoGeeksTwoBeers.com. Yes. And .co.uk, so whichever one you fancy. You're <laughs> but yeah, we're, yeah. Getting, we're getting professional now. TwoGeeksTwoBeers.com, where you can listen to all our old episodes, mm -hmm. uh, find out more about the show. Uh, you can also now email us your ideas for future episodes, or send us feedback, or offer us free beer. Uh, via our new email, which is podcast at twogeeks2beers.com. That's podcast at twogeeks2beers.com. Right, well, it has been a somewhat upsetting episode of, of, of Two Geeks. So uh, on, on that theme, I guess, yeah. to play us out is the full-length version of Rembrandt Brown's oh. uh, hit... Cry like a man. I you ready for this? <laughs> so I R.I.P. Arturo uh, and Wade Quinn and Mallory and <laughs> Probably probably Rembrandt, yeah. probably died. <laughs> probably dead now. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll raise a beer to yeah. you. Uh, so thanks for listening and see you next time. Yeah, Bye. My friends ask me why I cry. It's cause I feel like I wanna die. Since